How are you doing this lovely day? I'm doing good. How are you? So good. Good. What's new in the land of the Goddard family? Well, last week somebody asked if we could do closed captioning. Mm. And I thought it was going to be automated, so I was all excited to announce that today. But it looks like you either have to type it yourself or bring in a third-party uh, service. So I was, I was really excited about an announcement that I'm not going to make. <laughs> we'll keep working on it. I'll keep working on it. <laughs> yeah, technology is one of those resistance conversations that um, I don't know if that ever goes away. So, uh, what's up for you? Well, that's a great question. Um, it's just been a it's been a full week already, and it's just Wednesday. Can you right? believe it? Yeah. So, a lot of good things. It's just a season. There's some new creativity happening, and uh, working on a couple of things. Some things that you know require a little more time and energy and some that are a little more short term. So there's just good things happening, but it's definitely been like creation time. So, but yeah, okay. I'm looking forward to connecting with all of y'all and looking forward to coaching and supporting you. Would love to hear from you wherever you might be joining us. If you want to say hello in the comments and would love to hear, you know, a little bit about, you know, what oils are you using this morning and how you're doing and if you already know you have a coaching share question you can definitely tuck that in the box already so we can start you know uh, percolating with those so um, we do have the Facebook live going now Facebook live. good morning Welcome, Facebook um, let's see um, We've got uh, D comment from Myrtle Beach. Um, Karen from Aurora, Colorado. Good morning. Um, it is a beautiful spring day here after a torrential rain last night. Holy smokes. It uh, feels a little bit like Ireland. So we're, we're loving it. Um, I have been hitting up the supplements this morning. So took my lifelong vitality and added on a little DDR prime, some Terrazyme and some um, GX assist. So it's going to be a good day. You've been supplemented. I also launched my um, online sales funnel called eat your vegetables. Uh, and it's been selling like hotcakes. It's, it's free 99. Do you remember what we talked about the other week? About doing your pipes, eating your vegetables. Eat your vegetables, do, yeah. the, do the work, right? Yeah. I've got to lift the weights. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So I've got a question. Where can we get that handy dandy vitamin box? Yeah, I have one too, but it came from y'all. So tell us. So there's a really obscure website. Um, it's called like Amazon. Amazing or no, Amazon. It's called oh, Amazon. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's it, it has a lot of things you can buy. Hmm. Um, I'll post a link to it. Like you can buy 
things there or what? Yeah, you put in like your credit card and stuff and they just send stuff to your house. So that sounds like magic. It is pretty much magic. Yeah. So you just put in your credit card and stuff shows up at your house. That's right. Wow. Yeah. I need a business like that where people can just put in their credit card and their stuff ends up at their house. Well, I need to talk to you about an exciting business opportunity because... Tell me more. I'm ready this morning. There's this company... What are you looking for? I'll do Terra. Opportunity. Do Terra. Do Terra? Do Terra, yep. Do. Yeah. Yeah. In case people don't know what the line over the O means, it's do Terra. It sounds like a song almost. <laughs> do, do. Do, 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 <laughs> Sounds like a war chant. Oh boy, everyone's like, what's happening? Are the wheels totally falling off over here or what? <laughs> no, we know how to get focused today, friends, because I just put thinker oil on. So thank you oh, for ever suggested that in the chat box. Dee did that. And I was like, yeah, I, I got a little peppermint on the forehead and I've got a little thinker going on. It's, yeah, we know how to dial it in and we know how to get focused, right? That's right. I love it. Well, should we jump into some coaching? Yeah, let's do. What's on your mind or what's been percolating for you and set us up to move into some coaching? Well, um, oh boy, I we've been coaching some some team members and and kind of stepping back and looking at just in general, um, what would I say the biggest um, gaps are on our team? And, and I have to say it's mindset. Um, I have, have to believe that 70 to 80% of anyone's success is what's going on up here and what's their level of, of confidence um, which, which creates certainty. And at the end of the day, that's, that's all people are buying is certainty. So, um, I've just been thinking a lot about all the things that get in the way of certainty. Um, and it's, it's just negative and limiting beliefs. It's, um, it's the resistance. It's those, um, little cobwebs that get started in the corner of the brain and then they spread and they spread until before you know it, we are just a uh, hostage to these beliefs. So I guess that's my, my setup for today is that's, that's why Tiff and I, uh, Tiffany and I do this every week is to offer you um, freedom from that tyranny of your mind the tyranny of, of false beliefs um, because they will take up your mind and they will not pay rent. And so we're here to set you free. I love that so much. And it's so true. The power of the mindset and the power of how we are in that space. Like that's a lot of for my own personal study this morning and what I've been reading and listening to. And how many of you have heard of Dr. Joe Dispenza? If you know his work at all, Andy, have you been exposed to him much? Uh, we love his his work. His yeah, it's amazing. 
I mean, who writes a book called Overcoming the Habit of Being You? Yeah. Right? <laughs> exactly. Well, he, I love, he has a couple great books and on Audible or physical copy. But I was also listening, I've listened to a lot of different podcasts or YouTube things that he's on. You guys can find him anywhere. Joe Dispenza, D-I-S-P-E-N-Z-A. It's his last name, Joe Dispenza. And he I just loves so much of talking about how basically we can even shape our personality that what we focus on, we just continue to reinforce, right? And it, then it becomes, whether it's true or not, isn't the point. It's that whatever we're focused on becomes, becomes our truth. Right. And that we become and create those experiences just very powerful and around the power of like shifting intentionally our thoughts, because all of us, even this morning, if at some point, likely if you've been awake more than an hour or two, you may have even had for even if it was momentary, a negative thought, at least one. Right. If not, maybe more than that. You've had a negative thought or a feeling or saw something or went, oh, wait, I'm not sure. And so the reality is, isn't that you have them. We all do. It's just that we intentionally practice pulling our consciousness and our focus into the lane, so to speak, of what we do want, right? And what uh, energy we want to give and focus we want to give. And, and so just the power of the thoughts. I know that isn't necessarily new information, but just being reminded of that, I think, is really, really key. So thank you for leading us out with that because our mindset I do believe that, that our life is in steep pursuit of where our mind lives, right? And so the, our lives are physically focusing on or backing up the ways that where we're focusing our mind, right? So like the experience of buying a new car or newer to us, and now we start seeing that car on the road wherever we go. It's not that the dealership is like, hey, Andy's in here looking at a new car, you know? And I'm not going to roast you today, Andy, just so you know. Really? At least not in this moment. <laughs> okay. I mean, I can't promise the whole hour because that's a long time not to roast. <laughs> vice versa. Andy and I have such a fun friendship where it's just he's, the, the poking is a little fun. But the point is, if you're out, they're not, the car dealership isn't like, hey, Andy Goddard's in here looking at another one of these vehicles. We probably want to send him out to his neighborhood because that might really influence his purchase. No. But guaranteed, he now sees the car he's driving regularly or more often on the road because his attention has been put on it. And that's the way of the brain is your mind is an evidence-seeking organism. And so if we're focused on gratitude and, and positivity and how things, people are working, you know, life is working in your favor and how people are good to you and show up for you, you're going to experience more of that. But if my mind's focused on, and I have to, you guys just because we teach this stuff doesn't mean we're like off the hook. We have to practice it all the time too. Is that my mind as well can focus on the person that snubbed me or, or I felt this or that, or, or that thing didn't work out or this thing. And it's easy. You just have to be aware every day. This is daily work. Has anyone realized this yet? Like yeah. from working on your mindset is daily work. And so, but it's also rewarding work because it's absolutely what's sharing and showing for us the experience of creating change in our lives. So positive things. I love it. So, so good. So should we jump into some coaching? Yeah. Now uh, my mind is like, we'll see sometimes my mind, it's like, well, let's all focus on like $10 million in donuts. <laughs> I love it. Just so we, we love to bring you in live. Um, yeah. 
if you're on Zoom, go ahead and raise your hand and, and we'll bring you in live. Uh, you can do that with or without video. Um, or you can post your question in the comments, the chat box, or in the comments back, uh, box on Facebook. So uh, Lucy, it looks like we've got you here with us live. Oops, I clicked the wrong button. Oh. How, how Hi. Good. I'm getting ready to pull over because I'm driving. So um, <clears throat> thanks for diving right head, head first into mindset coaching because, as you know, I contacted you yesterday with just some stuff coming up for me. And um, since I contacted you and this morning, I had a realization. I have been um, using Cypress this week as a focus for my tribe. We're, we're um, stimulating the lymph system with dry brushing and Cypress and massage and exercise and maybe some aroma touch and um, teaching that, that it's all about flow and including emotional flow. So definitely emotional flow came up for me yesterday. I love and it. And brought, brought out some mindset issues and blocks that I have and I realized in all of that that um, I moved here to Utah nine months ago and um, I came because it was just an answer to prayer and I realized yesterday that I didn't grieve all that I left behind and all that I lost by coming here and the biggest issue for me is just feeling isolated here. <coughs> and that's partly because my husband was selling his landscaping and general contracting businesses and changing careers. And, and so he's still there. So I haven't had my, my husband's in a different state. And, and then it's just been challenging me to do different things. I left my doTERRA business behind. I don't have any. I have a couple, maybe two people here in Utah that I do the business with. So I guess my mind was just going there. Like, it, this isn't, it, uh, it's, it's a time of growth, I guess. It's not an ideal situation for me, um, partly because I homeschool my kids, except for my older son who's in a private school. So I didn't dive into a new community. So... Um, so I, my question yesterday was just, I'm struggling with how do I um, create a new normal where in my mindset is I want step by step, tell me what to do to get, to get back. I've been in doTERRA for seven years and I miss the kind of steady classes and teaching and the excitement and connection and networking that I had in Oregon and it just all comes back when I go back once a month and people come to my house and buy oils and I I just have a lot happening there so um, anyway <laughs> just how do I make that transition which is kind of silly to ask now because in two weeks we're going back to Oregon until our house sells and then we'll be back but mm. it'll come up again in in mm. next September so so the, question, so the question is, how do I um, create um, the, the community that you had before, and, and how, do you, how do you create a, 
a practice. Um, it sounds like you're looking for kind of the, the step-by-step to create a system. new, yeah, yeah, to create this normal and, and to create the momentum that you had in Oregon. Right. I love it. Well, first of all, um, I, I love and, and we honor you for where you are in your journey. Um, it's, uh, and, and I love your self-awareness that you've brought already, that um, you left something that was really, really good. Right? You left a community that you were close to, you left um, a team that was, had momentum. So just the awareness that, um, that you haven't grieved that, right? Right. So, how many how many times have each of us uh, just stuffed emotion and and said, um, "Okay, what's my next step? What's my next step?" and and just pushed instead of taking a minute to to just exhale and and acknowledge where we are, <coughs> right? And so. Um, You've stepped into a different phase of your business and your life. And, and so just honoring that, that phase, um, especially with less companionship from your husband, um, that's a hard thing. Right. So I love, I love the awareness of um, we, we get to take the time uh, you know, Brene Brown talks about investing a reasonable amount of time um, addressing those emotions um, mm-hmm. or else or else we squander a crazy amount of time just being unproductive. So anytime, yeah. anytime I, I catch myself being unproductive, um, I go back to, okay, what's the root here? <clears throat> what's pushing me? away from doing what I know I should be doing uh, because it needs, it needs my attention, right? Your, your emotions right. are really, really good at that. And, and that's, that's why they're there is, is to bring focus to that. Um, I was actually talking to someone last week <clears throat> um, about some um, back pain that I was having. And this, mm-hmm. this guy is like, he's hardcore trained in physical training, but, but, but his coaching to me caught me totally off guard. He was like, actually there's a large base of research that shows that the root of every physical condition is emotional. And, and so, um, so he, he coached me through that. But, um, if, if you were to summarize, um, a lot of the questions that, that you messaged us about, um, I would say that the theme across all of the pain is I feel alone. So I feel alone in my doTERRA business. I feel alone without my husband. I feel alone because I homeschool and I'm not creating a new community. Um, I feel alone because my upline 
is, is supportive. Um, alone is, is the theme that I'm finding. So, yep. so tell me why, why that's showing up as such a strong theme for you. Um, you know, let me grab my tissues. <laughs> I think it would go back to, that's just been a theme of my life. You know, I, um, I had a huge family. I was the youngest of eight kids, but there was just, it was just a terrible family. And by the time I was 16, my dad was in prison and my mom didn't want me to live with her. So I, oh. So what did so you, I, what did you tell yourself at that point about um, getting close to people about, about key relationships? Um, I guess the deep belief is just that people don't want closeness with me. Mm. Mm. Wow. <laughs> I didn't expect to go there today. Yeah. So when you, when you have that belief that people don't want to be close to you, how do you show up? Um, distant, invisible. I just stand back. Yeah. So who would you be without that belief that people don't want to be close to you? Um, amazing. <laughs> I feel like I have gifts and things to give the world and I've been trying to write a book and even that, even I'm holding that back. Yeah. So, so what if it's simpler than, than being amazing? <clears throat> what if, you know, without the belief, people don't want to be close to me. Um, what else might you be? Um, that one's harder. What else might I be? Um, I guess just at peace hmm. and confident and present. Yeah. I love that one. So, so being present, what, what might that look like? Um, I guess being present would just be more engaged and finding solutions and not in, not in my memories and in my mind going to places I that aren't productive. Yeah. What, what if being present just looks like being more open? 
So open to um, open new relationships. Um, open to um, new ways of of connecting and relating to others. And um, just open to redefining um, yourself and how you do relationships. That's great. So I like that. Let's take your experience with mom and dad. And um, if if you could go back to your uh, teenage self and and give her a message. Your adult self is going back to, to, to your teenage self. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I guess I would just go back and just inspire hope and just tell my teenage self that life is exciting and there's so much opportunity and so many people that are just great people and and even even to not dwell on missing out on the experience of motherhood because all of that would come to me yeah. and, and what would you tell her about herself and her worth and her um, her worthiness of, of being close. Um, <laughs> that is hard. How do I get past that belief if I'm still holding it to even go back and tell? I don't know. So, mom and dad um, made whatever choices they made, and what did those choices have to do with you? Nothing. Yeah. So, your sweet little child, figuring out the world, figuring out relationships. Um, you were really good at, at seeing what's going on and, and really making sense of it. Yeah. So I want you to just visualize yourself going back to your, your little girl growing up and just hold her in your arms. And pour all of your love and, and all of your acceptance into her. As, just like you do with your own children. Okay, I'm going to do that. And, and I also want you to go back and, and help her cut eyes to the people around her 
the ties of, of being responsible for their choices and, and set her free. Okay. So you get to let her know that just how lovable she is and just how much her, her voice matters. And just wrap her up in this cocoon of, of safety and of love that um, it's like she, it's like you'll be putting a super cape on her and, and giving her the superpower of not being tethered to other people's choices. Awesome. It sounds so, good. <clears throat> so, um, if, you know, if you have um, a belief system um, around Jesus Christ, then I would invite you to invite the Savior into that conversation and, and allow him to add his super cape and, and his cocoon of love and to, and to allow him to set that little girl free. Okay. I can do that. So Tiffany and I can sit here all day and tell you, you know, you're awesome, you're amazing, you've got this. But ultimately, you believe yourself more than anyone else on the planet. Open door, throw him out. So, so being your own coach, setting, your, your dad of these ties that, that are holding you down um, is um, is the key to your next step. Okay. So as long as you choose that belief that I'm, I'm not worth um, connecting, I'm not worth um, and that's what you keep creating. Disappear to their secret so alone, alone can have positive and negative meaning. Can serve. Um, but for you, being alone is a really hard, painful thing. And it sounds like you want to create something different. You want to create deep connection. You want to create meaningful relationships. So, so this is the universe um, using his hand saying, I've got a solution for you. I've got freedom waiting for you. So we are um, we're just giving you a big virtual hug through, uh, through the web and holding you in a space of so much love. Um, just reading the comments and everyone is just um, holding you up in a space oh. of love. Tiffany, I'll bet you've got some, oh, thank you. some love to share too. 
picture of it for you, and I will send it to you back on Messenger the, on the thread you reached out to us. I don't know if that's the way that you're today that you can see all this. Um, I'm just going to mute you just really quick while I share, and then I'll unmute you, okay? Oh, yeah. Dialogue just for a sec. Well, I don't know actually if I can do that, Andy. Maybe if. Okay, awesome. Just so we, because when we share this to podcasts, that we can have some clear uh, audio. So first of all, I appreciate your courage to share and to talk about it because it's something that does, it feels vulnerable and so forth. But what you may not know that I already know and that Andy already knows is how many others are feeling or experiencing very similar things. And so I appreciate the conversation to bring it to light and to not just suffer with it alone and the feelings of all of that, but let's put it under the light so we can transition it. But there, you know, again, there's several comments I took a photo of, I'll send to you of just how many people are like, I'm sending you a hug. I want to be connected to you. A friend of mine who lives in Draper, uh, I invite you guys, I'll connect you on Facebook Messenger because she's amazing. Uh, Cindy Crosby, who's saying, you know, I'd love to connect if you're near Draper. So I think the thing, there's, there's a few thoughts that I just want to elaborate on or add my Tiffany flavor to. I think Andy's absolutely helped you clearly identify, you know, a lot of this is just be aware that every time you think the thought, I'm not loved or I'm not included or I'm alone, how do you react when you believe the thought, I'm not loved, I'm not wanted, I'm alone. And we tend to, of course, then when we think thoughts like that, we actually do the opposite of what we want. Because what you're saying is I want connection, correct? But then when we keep thinking thoughts, our mind being the evidence-seeking organism that it is, we keep thinking thoughts. Because I know for me, when I'm thinking the thoughts and that I get to work on this just like you every week, when I think the thoughts, oh, I'm not included or I'm not wanted or where's my people or or different than you. So I have a lot, I have amazing group of friends, but I don't have my own family. Right. And so for me, that wound is, is often provoked of the loneliness, but I just feel it in a different way than you, because you have a family of children and a spouse and like, you're like, Oh, I have family, but my network isn't thriving when I have the opposite. And so sometimes my heart will be, you know, triggered in the same feelings of gosh, I feel so alone and uh, sad and, and really it's deep and I get it. So I have huge empathy, but I think all of us, whether we're married or single, whether we have a lot of friends or a few friends, whether we had great parents growing up or we had checked out dysfunctional parents, is all of us face off with loneliness or and or some of the thoughts that you're struggling with at some point in time, right? It's because like you might say, well, even if I'm married or I have these children, I'm still feeling this loneliness inside. Does that make sense? And all of you feel this way at some time or another, some of us more than others, or some of us have better coping mechanisms, or some of us numb out differently, and we don't face these things. But the reality is, is at some level, we all face what you're talking about. So one is to normalize that you're not alone in the feelings and becoming conscious to say, what is it I want to create? And if you're saying, I really want connection, you go, okay, then allowing yourself, if it's getting on the phone or a Zoom with someone you are really connected to, even if they live out of state, right, is, is that, or connecting with your higher power into prayer, or choosing to step outside that comfort zone and say, okay, I'm going to go to that mom's play date or that meetup group, 
or I'm going to put it out there and, and say, hey, I'd love to create one, right? It's like, hey, or your neighbor, or, if, you know, again, it's just the willingness to say, it's the willingness to change this story, if I can say it that way, because all of us, no matter the parents we had in growing up, we all get the opportunity as adults to reparent ourselves. And so it's being aware that it's a choice to say, I'm going to choose to love me. I'm going to take care of me. And so this, this conversation is really layered because some of it is we can talk about, great, absolutely, this week, let's get you more connected in the community that you're in, right? You already have people on the thread here saying, hey, I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to know, you know, um, let's, let's do that. So some of it's like, yeah, okay, let's shift that. Let's give you deeper roots. But some of this is, is even, it's definitely just bigger than even if you had more of that happening, is you're playing out an old story. Does that make sense? Like you're just reinforcing an old story and an old truth and an old fear, which is, am I lovable? Am I wanted? And we keep looking to the outside world to validate that versus I'm also going to invite you to consider, um, you know, doing some mirror work where you show up for yourself, you validate yourself, you, you give yourself some of that love. So it is kind of multifaceted here today where I do want to help you get connected more here. And I do want you to do more of that self-love, but this deeper healing is that sometimes I'm going to say this and it's a, it's saying it to myself as well is sometimes we take comfort in our old wounds. Does that make sense? Like there's part of me that's like, no, I definitely know how it's a comfort level to do certain things of this in my own life where it's like, you know, cause we're just playing out what's familiar. And as human beings, this is where it doesn't necessarily make sense. We have to practice some of those things. We love what's familiar. This pain for you is really familiar. But if I keep for myself, when I play into that pain and that familiarity, then I don't risk anything. Because then you just close up and withdraw and keep feeling and being in the same space versus, no, I want you to risk more. And put yourself out there and, say, and ask for what you need and want. And to go meet new people and to, to try on new things. But sometimes it's like we'd rather just, and a lot of this, understand, is not conscious, okay? But subconsciously, it's like, no, I'd rather sit in my home, you know, eat the same old thing, wear the same thing, be the same, do all the same thing because it's familiar. And I just want the familiarity versus my willingness. Are you willing to risk? It's safer sometimes to stay in the wound than to be open to the new experience. Is that having resonance? Okay, I want you to unmute yourself now. Okay, yes, definitely resonating. And I don't think without you taking me there, I would have got I would have gone there to to Mama. that level. Mama, can we go home yeah. now? So I just I want you to know, like I want to just hug you too. But what I want you to also realize is that at some level, and for myself, and I appreciate this awareness, and there's, again, some great resources in the uh, chat box. I also love, uh, Car I think it's Carol Truman, Feelings Buried Alive Never Die, and her scripting yeah. just some of that. But, I, I mean, I'm just seeing for myself this morning, like, how often I get in my comfort zone, even if my comfort zone is full of some real pain and discomfort, that it's familiar, so you repeat it. 
So you don't have to risk. Right. Mama? Like I'm having my own self-awareness right now. Like, oh boy. <laughs> you know? But thank you for showing up to coach me this morning, Lucy, because, you know, it's like, it's easy to think about. But yeah, it's, it's easy sometimes to just keep doing what we, what's familiar. So have vision for yourself. But it's really this, I believe, is coming up for you to, for you to be healed, matched with, okay, let's do get you more connected. But that's going to require you. I want you to put yourself out there. But some of it is that inner self-talk to say, I am lovable. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a couple of affirmations I'm going to walk you through that I'd like you to come back and listen to, or if you can write them down, but a couple of them, or if someone wants to capture them for me, we'll drop off. that would be great. And then we'll snap it. I'm on it. But I want you, know, I want you to, to recite to yourself every day and probably more than once a day, I'm lovable. I am wanted. I am worthy. I am deserving. I am a daughter of the Most High. I love myself. I choose myself. I show up for me. Because, see, a lot of this, again, is like this projection is we're always wanting, and I, I get this, like, I need someone else to show up for me. But it's, not, it's like constantly my emotional state is in the hands of someone else. Mm -hmm. Mom. Oh, that's true. Versus being the conscious ownership to say, how am I going to do this? this so i just send you a big hug and i know if you want to talk continue this we can how are you feeling or, or some thoughts or what's percolating for you this morning or anyone else um, I, in the chat box this resonates with you. i think just one more thought on that is that um mother's day is coming up and um they've asked me to speak at church on the topic of motherhood and and great experiences that I've had with my mother and I haven't had those so I feel like I I can take it in a different direction but but I love what you've been saying because um, like you you don't have your own children and and there will be many people with wounds that day yeah and I just say that as a, as a perspective to say we have the same wound it's just manifested differently Right. And right. here's, can I share a thought with you? And maybe that this might support you. I attended a women's retreat last Saturday and we were, it's all about like accessing the feminine and um, it's in the native tradition, the native American tradition of what's called the woman's right. The 13th right. It's beautiful. Thing. And one of the exercises is we were all given a red rose, right? Which the rose is symbolic of the woman's right within the Native American tradition, within that conversation and that spiritual work. And one of the things that we all did was we all this red rose and then we went to the river. We were meeting in Sundance Resort area. And we each pulled, as we were given the guidance to go to the river and each petal we pulled off the rose to then drop in the river and, and put it out there was a gratitude for a woman in our lives. And I got to tell you, my heart was swelled with so much love and depth from my great grandmothers to grandmothers, to mother, to sisters, to friends, to Dr. Maya Angelou, who I never met in physical life, to Eleanor Roosevelt, to mother Mary was my final rose petal to, um, 
you know, friends and so forth. And even someone who'd really hurt me as a deep, as a friendship years back of, you know, gratitude for her and all that I've learned. And, and, and I even said one for my unborn daughters, you know, and love. And, and so, but it just put me in this place where I get, and sis, I hold huge, huge love about whatever that dynamic is with your mother. But so maybe that isn't your talk, right? As we expand it to, I'm so thankful for so many women and women, all women hold energy of motherhood, right? Like my motherhood is often met through my coaching where it's like, I'm just get to nurture and help women and men believe in themselves, love themselves, heal, progress, grow, which is the point of why I wanted to be a mom in the first place is I wanted to help these little beings matched with like making them pancakes and, you know, giving them baths and tucking them into bed. I really, my intention of motherhood was I want to help these little beings love themselves and develop their gifts. And that is what I'm doing through my work. And so it's realizing that even though I still have a tender place for that in my heart, and we'll see how that works out because there's some things that I'm exploring, but the reality is, you know, for yourself, I have, it's like, be tender with it. But also it's like, there's this fine line with all of our wounds for all of us. And whatever your wound is today, everyone, is I want you to be tender with it. But I don't want you to build an altar there. I don't want you worshiping the wound. That's really good. We need to write that down. Got it. I need it for myself. It's like we've got to come back to our light and our greatness and our goodness, right? And to find that. And so just know that right now, I hope you can feel from my heart to yours, is that like, I'm just surrounding you in a cocoon of love. So all that your own mom couldn't do and show up for you, my love in this moment for you is perfectly surrounding you. And I just want you to breathe it in and allow yourself just to feel I am so loved. Because you have so much love from this entire community right now just covering you. But it does require you and your agency to allow yourself to receive it. Does that make sense? Like allow it in. You've got to also allow that. So, oh gosh, I'm just sending you so much. I feel this love for, for you through me. And I just invite you to allow yourself Allow yourself to heal and allow yourself to progress and to grow. Yeah, Julie's reminding me another great affirmation is I allow myself to receive. So I, um, I add an amen to everything you've shared, Tiffany. Um, Lucy, I think that Tiffany and I um, have a lot of fancy words uh, to share with you, but maybe those kiddos um, <laughs> have the best coaching for you in the world, which is, yeah. Mommy, can we go home now? <laughs> yeah. So home, home is love. What I hear your children asking you is, can we return to love? Can, can we return to that space, that cocoon of divine love from perfect divine parents? That is who we all are. 
that's where we came from and that's where we're going. So can we just go home? And, and maybe for your message on Sunday, maybe not specifically about your, your mother on earth, but if you believe in a heavenly mother, maybe it's more about her and the ways that she's gifted you so much and been your role model in so many ways. That's for sure. Wow, thank you both so much. So I love, I mean, the fact that you've opened yourself up so wide today, to me is proof that you can do it. You can be open. You can receive the infinite love that is sitting there waiting for you to receive it. So thank you so much for opening that door and for inviting everyone on this call today to come home. And thank you for reminding me that the word I chose at the beginning of the year was receive. Hmm. I forgot. Yeah. It's easier to say than it is to do, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to go home. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank so you much. for your love and your coaching and your mentoring, and I'm sending love back to you. Thank you so much, sister. You are perfectly supported and perfectly loved. Wow, thank you. Yeah. Time to go breathe. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Go feel the love. Thanks so much. And thank you for everyone's love that's been shared in the process. It just feels like this big love fest. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Now we all like, oh, let's bake some treats. <laughs> <laughs> Just snuggle in a blanket and drink our hot cocoa. Yeah. I need my cozy blanket and some cocoa and yeah, let's do it. Thank you so much, Lucy. Sending you lots of You're love. Welcome. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. Wow. Where do you go from there? Yeah, that's was my exact words. It was literally in my thoughts. I'm like, well. Well, where do we go from there, Andy? Anyone got any power of three questions or uh, placements? <laughs> I don't think we're going there today, so we're bringing the healing. Yep. <clears throat> beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. I think the power of understanding that, you know, again, what I love about her courage, because not everyone's willing to, to do that and to go there, especially publicly knowing there's other people watching or having the conversation, too. It's just like we all at some level, it might, it's a different story, but we all have, you know, ways that we've, we've experienced a wound, you know, and, or lack of belief or confidence and, 
And for some of you, it's like, it's not always activated, you know, it just, there's certain things that bring it up, but the reality and the power of how, you know, the willingness to, to be vulnerable about it and to really look at it and go, Hmm, interesting. I just know, like I was saying, like, I get so much out of us meeting and gathering each week. So, so, um, somebody posted, um, they said, Andy, you once said everything we do is an act of love or a cry for more. Could you explain more about this? So I think that's what we've seen here today. So when Lucy is, um, like her, her original message to us was a lot about, I'm not supported by my upline. My husband is several states away. Um, I'm not supported in the community. I have no, you know, like all these messages of, um, I am so alone, right? If, if we weren't observant, we might look at that and say, um, you know, what's, what's your problem? Like, of course you're, um, you have support, of course you have love, but, but the observant soul will see another soul crying out for love. So I think it was pretty obvious to everyone on the call just how much our dear friend Lucy was crying out for love. And um, her sweet children, right, who are just like reaching out for hugs and snuggles from mom. Like, it's the same thing. They're just crying out for love. And the fact that they're reaching out to mom, they recognize her need and they're just pouring out that love to her. So what looks like tantrums and what looks like um, misbehavior or unproductive behavior is simply that. It's either an act of love or a cry for more. So we can meet that behavior with judgment. We can meet it with criticism. We can meet it with um, resistance and, and, and name it and blame it. Or we can see it for what it is, which is a cry for love. So I don't care what misbehavior is showing up for you in your life right now, whether it's your sweet kiddos or your upline or your downline or your crossline or your corporate, it doesn't matter who we're talking about. Everything we do is an act of love or a cry for more. Cry meaning we are just shouting out to the world, do you love me? Like, am I lovable? And and that's what Lucy, Lucy is, fearing at her core is my dad went to prison. My mom didn't want me. Am I lovable? Like, I don't know if the questions get any more core than that. So ultimately we get to choose into love or out of love. And it's really that simple. So are we going to see the world with compassion and are we going to pour more love in or are we going to choose to be a wounded little child and choose out? 
Choose out of a team member who's acting out. Choose out of one of our children who's, who's throwing a, a fit. Ultimately, I, I hope we can choose love. Oh, Andy Goddard. I adore <laughs> you and love you. And here's the thing, I can't, there's definitely, I'm not gonna roast you at all today because all we're doing is total <laughs> love. Thank you though for your on like do you just not love this man you guys like his love his heart his like massiveness it's just amazing and i'm just man this is we've been to church today guys <laughs> soul church but here's the thing here's the thing everything andy's saying is 100% true and i think all of us have compassion for when we have a when a 4 year old is acting out throwing a fit or they've had a nightmare but sometimes that same behavior is just couched differently is happening in a 35-year-old yep. or 27-year-old or 77-year-old or 95-year-old. And you're like, for real? Like sometimes, yeah, <laughs> we're being recorded. So I won't elaborate too much because I have sometimes, sometimes I act out. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the people I do life with, they're acting out. It's, and acting out can be passive-aggressive. Acting out can be withdrawal. Acting out can be, you know, certain words or certain things. It's just being aware that it's like everyone has at some level, they're just trying to get their emotional needs met. And at the core, those emotional needs are, do I matter? Am I loved? Am I valuable? Mm -hmm. And this is why it's critical. You hear us talk about self-care a lot and self-care is like a pretty title and umbrella, but true self work and that that self work is anchored to your higher power. And if you say God or Jesus or Buddha or universe, but you have a higher power and that connection is where you get your validation from. Cause every time I go to the world for validation, I come back empty Yeah. or it's like cotton candy. Right. And you, you come to, and one of my most, Powerful mentor said to me, never read your own press clippings. Because <laughs> see, if they're positive, right, then people, and it's like, oh, people, but if you live by their praise, you will die by their rejection. <sighs> right? And I've, I have lived that, painfully lived that. So it's like, how can you show up for yourself? Yes, great relationship, healthy relationship show up and nourish your relationships and allow yourself to receive nourishment too. Because yeah. that's a choice. As some of you are just like, oh, I love to give, but it's too vulnerable to receive. And we practice these things. But that you take all of this and you go internal and you start asking, God, how do you see me? God, how do you feel about me? God, I need to crawl in your lap today. I need heavenly mother or heavenly father to just wrap their arms around me because I'm feeling afraid in this world we're in right now. Is this having a resonance with anybody? Can I get an amen on a Wednesday? Amen and hallelujah. <laughs> all, in all, like all teasing aside, like you guys, this is such sacred. Thank you for Andy and Lucy bringing this to the safety and to the, because this is the real work yeah. that we're talking about today right? And it influences everything else. And it's how do I strengthen that and work on the healing and work on more light and come to my truth, not to my wound. 
that I let more and that I strengthen that. But then you're going to have to get up tomorrow and practice the same thing. And then the day after that, and that's not meant to be discouraging, but just realizing that you don't just do this one day and one moment. It's like, oh, right. But I will, I will proclaim that I know all of you are loved and worthy by loving divine parents. Amen. And the world will let you down. And it may not have been your parents, but maybe it was a teacher. Maybe it was a sports coach. Maybe it was a friend. Maybe it was a spouse. Your maybe upline. it was your upline, your downline, your this line, that that thing is that some, you know, it's going to have the opportunity to practice these lessons. But pull your power back in and plug it back in to the true source. Amen. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Love you all so much. I'm hearing it. <laughs> oh, thank you, Andy Goddard. I think I'm going to need to. Uh... Yeah, I... no, I'm good. I'm good. I was going to say I might have to eat my feelings a little bit after this call because it's a lot. But I'm good, actually, because we're in the truth zone. <laughs> So I'm, I'm good. Thank you. So I'm going to be uh, completely unorthodox. And, um, and I'm going to invite us all to pray with Lucy to wrap up our call today. Bring it. So I'll start and I'll let you add. Dear Father in heaven, we thank thee so much for the sacred space of the heart. We thank thee so much for thy daughter, Lucy, and for the space that she's created today by inviting us to all ask ourselves the same question. Do you love me? And we thank thee for thy love. We thank thee for giving us thy son, Jesus Christ. And we pray thy power and thy love over every one of us this day to go with us, to be with us, to fill us up with thy perfect love. The love that is pure and true and the only love that matters. Father, we pray that each of us today may receive that love, that we may open our hearts and give space, that we may be one with thee. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. today my friends thank you sister thank you it's good, to be, good to be at church with you today always may you all know that you're loved and may you give more light and more energy to your power and your true power amen all right we'll see you next week guys love you all